Welcome to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hi everyone, it's Sharon sitting in for Dawn, and it's kind of nice to be sitting here. Um, I have two guests on the line waiting to uh, help me out with this interview. Uh, it's um, a very difficult subject that we're going to discuss for some people about LGBTQ. And I would like my guests to introduce themselves. Uh, we can start with Teresa and then follow with Eddie. So Teresa, please introduce yourself and, and tell people who you are and what you're doing. Teresa? Teresa, are you there? Teresa? Can you not hear me? Oh, here, I've got you now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, know. I was panicking. Um, my name's Teresa Healy, and I teach at the University of Northern British Columbia in the School of Planning and Sustainability. Um, but I started my career in, um, in university as a historian. And I'm also a very out and proud lesbian, and myself and my partner were part of the same-sex marriage case. Um, and we just celebrated our 20th anniversary. I could never be married that long, Teresa. <laughs> Good for you, Eddie. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, excellent. So I'm uh, Eddie Elmer. I'm a bit of a mixed bag. I'm a gerontology <laughs> researcher in mental health, sexuality, and aging, and my particular focus is isolation and loneliness in marginalized groups. I'm doing my PhD now in sociology and social gerontology, and I'm looking at... Um, Links between stigma and loneliness in LGBTQ people uh, over the life course. Mm -hmm. um, I also have an interest, and Sharon knows, in older people who are incarcerated or on parole. That's another group that's marginalized. And that's through my work with the uh, Citizen Advisory Committee at Correctional Service. I actually met Sharon mm -hmm. and um, have actually been on the, one of her radio programs uh, before talking about the work we do at CSC. So I'm, I'm really glad to be here and talk about something different today. And... Um, this topic is also very dear to me because I'm a gay man and I've experienced a lot of stigma and bullying growing up on okay. account of my sexuality and that's what led me to, to my research and my involvement in various um, advisory committees on this topic. And so this topic for me, um, you know, when I started to do a little bit of research just to be able to talk about the subject, I think one of the most shocking parts was uh, the DSM um, medical uh, diagnostic psychiatric directory that says in 1952 um, the diagnosis for a homosexual was sociopathic uh, personality disturbance and it took 70 years to get that off of that that book and so you you weren't even born when that was put in that and yet you had to go through that kind of stigma and judgment. No, and I and I, I can speak a little bit about this uh, later on. But yeah, mm -hmm. the, there have been gradual changes in the DSM, and homosexuality wasn't, or the term that you use wasn't officially removed until 1973. But it could still be classified under different labels in subsequent versions, and it wasn't until the latest version, the 2013 one, DSM-5, that there were no categories under which um, homosexuality could be. Mm -hmm. considered pathological and mm -hmm. so yeah, there have been gradual changes but the, the, there's an ongoing lingering effect of that pathologization and medicalization on on many generations yes yeah and i grew up with relatives that were in the closet and never were allowed to come out and and yet uh, you know my mother supported them and loved them and so i was lucky and then i had a, a boss who was gay and he was my mentor for 20 years and he was a wonderful kind person so my experience has been very positive um, with my interaction uh, with uh, gay women and men and so, Tess, you, you and I sort of have been in the women's movement as well, mm -hmm. which I think is um, parallel in some ways. But I don't think, uh, well, I, I don't know how much experience we had of, of being um, murdered, killed, put in jail. 
Well, I um, I do think that DSM is a very um, neat symbol that really does um, amplify how homosexuals were seen in society in general. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in society in general, there was then this approval uh, of um, discrimination against gays and lesbians mm-hmm. because it was it's a medical condition and they you know they're deserving of less than mm-hmm. but I do think that um, the women's movement and the gay movement uh, as part of the civil rights we started to see people speaking back against that and we have some wonderful um, role models and heroes actually to look to who um, who simply decided they were going to live their truth. And I think if I had something I wanted the um, audience to take away today, it would be that it's ordinary people, ordinary people who are gay and lesbian and who insisted on living their lives, regardless of how society saw them or wanted to treat them. And um, so, for example, I have uh, an example of the Chevalier Dion, who was... um, notorious. He he dresses both male and female and was able to be a spy because of that. He worked for the French king and um, he actually made uh, money in London um, going into duels and sword fights in a dress. So, and and then there, um, you know, my favorite is the, the lesbian pirates, two young women who ran away to sea to escape their lives as women and disguised themselves as men, found each other and had a relationship and ended up, you know, finally being caught. They were quite successful as pirates. <laughs> so, for me, the fact that it's ordinary people who, you know, over time, and like Eddie says, it's always gradual change, but over time in different places, um, people have stood up to be who they are. Yes, and and still, um, I think the door is opening more for parents of, of uh, children who are acknowledging, you know, their their uh, gender. Uh, but, you know, I was 10 when I became a boy named Bill, but it was because I saw, I, we moved, and um, I was really moved away from my my huge, big extended family, and I was terrified of the new school, and so I figured that if I was a boy, I would be safe. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And so you take those kind of, you know, I, I think we have to look at why people um, choose. Uh, the thing that I really am so frustrated about is why we can't just be who we are. Well, I, I think that's, I mean, you look back at the L.A. riots and, and the, young, the young man saying, why can't we just get along? Yeah. So, I mean, I, Eddie, you have a lot more experience um, with the psychology and, of the human spirit. Yes. What do you think? Well, I, I sort of just thinking on the topic of, <clears throat> of gender and while both men and women have suffered horribly throughout Canadian history and continue to suffer horribly. Even though things have gotten a lot better, there's still a lot of stigma and discrimination, mm-hmm. especially among younger people in school. Oh. I wanted to highlight the, the research shows that the ones who seem to get the brunt of everything are gay men, and particularly gender non-conforming gay men. There's around the world, across cultures, historically, there's been mm-hmm. a much more stigma against gay men. And I think a lot of that is tied into perceptions of their sexual practices and how that's been very strongly criminalized throughout throughout history. And if we go back into Canada's colonial history, the first criminal code uh, criminalized, actually didn't criminalize homosexuality per se, but sodomy or what they called Oh, yeah. And that disproportionately, I mean, it didn't make reference to men or women, yeah. but obviously it disproportionately affected men. And then in uh, 1892, there was a broader gross indecency law. That one did specifically mention men, mm-hmm. and that could criminalize, people could go to jail mm-hmm. um, for any kind of same-sex behavior of another man, particularly in public, so that could be kissing, hugging, dancing, even looking at someone. Well. 
But, you know, in, in the spirit of equality, in 1953, that gross indecency law was then extended to women as well, which was just appalling. Equality. And, yeah, I mean, it's just horrible. And I think, like, for men in particular, like, again, I think the, the focus on the sexual act is sort of rooted in an aversion to non-procreative behavior. And I think a lot of it also, the HIV-AIDS epidemic of the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. people had a, this implicit association between gay men and, and disease. And at, a, at that time, a lot of people were saying that this was a punishment for gay men for you know, going against the Bible and, and mm-hmm. doing these awful, awful things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other thing I wanted to mention, and I was just watching some old videos in preparation for this interview, in the 60s, and I think even now to some extent, there's this implicit association between male homosexuality and pedophilia. Yes. So, yeah, it was, yeah. And there's this horrible video, you can look it up on YouTube, it's called Boys Beware, this 1960s educational video produced by police department in the local school district that was warning young boys of uh, uh, sexual predators, and they specifically said that sexual predators, an example is the homosexual male, and mm-hmm. that, and you saw that repeatedly throughout throughout the decades. And you see it now as well in the current political discourse. You're hearing the term groomer a lot. It's it's now being applied in the transgender context, but everyone is sort of lumped in together. So it's, it's really in reference to all LGBT people. But that groomer, I mean, that has a very specific connotation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think that um, it's closer than we think still though, Eddie. Um, I know that pride in Prince George got as, its start because of a pamphlet that was circulated that equated homosexuals, murderers, and pedophiles as the same thing. So there, I do think there's um, certain very evangelical, perhaps, um, branches to some of the religions that still hold on to these negative stereotypes, which I think actually puts children at more risk, because if you don't understand that the children aren't at risk from homosexuals because they actually like adults of the own, their own sex exactly. and that pedophilia is a particular and you think that a homosexual coach is going to prey on your child, you're missing who the real pedophiles are mm-hmm. and that distresses me awfully for, for the two sides of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, and I was thinking I did, I did facilitate uh, sex offender groups over the 40 years that I I worked in the field and um, um, I wondered how I would handle that and it just turned out that everyone except the pedophiles were people who have been uh, very traumatized and, and, and sexualized and um, just needed to know and understand that what they were doing um, could be changed. Mm-hmm. Well, the, um, I mean, really, the, I think lesbians tend to slip under the radar a bit more. Yeah. Um, and, and, for example, with the, the, uh, the laws that Eddie was talking about, Queen Victoria said very clearly that women didn't do that sort of thing, and so that's why women weren't included. <laughs> yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I think about all of the women that lived together, um, and I, wa- I watched that old movie with... Uh, Oh, it was about two school teachers, and and one of the students reported the them as being lesbians, and how, you know, how, it was a movie made in the fifties, I think, and you know, it, it must have been shocking for people to uh, even think about two women living together that they would be gay. Oh, exactly. Sometimes you're watching an old movie and there's a spinster couple in it, and anybody who's gay watching that movie knows exactly what's going on. But in the context of the time of the movie, two spinsters, you know, they can't find a husband, yeah. um, and they're trying to cut down on costs. Yeah, and so that's that's part of the the myth, I think. And, and you know, it was um, not until... When in 1969 that Canada even started looking at the criminal code? Mm-hmm. Yes, and it wasn't actually so they started liberalizing it more. So it was in 1969 that consensual sodomy and gross indecency were removed from the criminal code, but those things still remained illegal if they happened outside, if they happened in public. Yeah. Or if 
three or more people were, were involved or present during the act. And because of this, like it wasn't totally decriminalized, this gave police the impetus and the motivation to, to raid a lot of gay bars. Yes, right. Um, and we saw a lot of this in the early 70s. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest ones was in 75, 76. You might remember in the lead-up to the Montreal Olympics, police raided several gay bars. Yes. They came in wearing bulletproof vests, and some of them had machine guns, and they sort of wanted to clean up the city <sighs> to make it look better before the Olympics. And then in 1981 was the famous uh, raids in the Toronto gay bars, and that was dubbed uh, Operation Soap, and they arrested 300 men. Again, there was the focus on men, although they have raided uh, lesbian bars before. And that was considered, that moment was considered Canada's version of Stonewall, because it was at that point people really started rising up. And, and protesting. Mm-hmm. And we did get gradual change. It, wasn't, it was in 1987 that criminal code was repealed, so they got rid of uh, gross indecency, mm-hmm. although the laws around sodomy continued to be restrictive until about 20, 2019. But it's a horrible time. If you were arrested, you could be thrown in jail, yeah. you would have a criminal record, and it was very difficult to have that record expunged. Yeah. You were publicly shamed, which set you up for further abuse. And we saw a lot of this during the the gay purges during the 50s all the way into the 90s. And and we can talk a bit about that, if you like, because that was one of the saddest chapters in in Canada's history. Yeah. Well, I was... uh Noticing that in 1992, Canada lifts the ban on homosexuals in the Canadian forces. 1992. Yeah, and that was a long time coming. Because what was, and this is, if people want to know more about this, is a, a video or a, a TVO documentary called "The Fruit Machine." Um, you can see that on YouTube, and it was about this just this horrible decades of the gay purges and. During the time of the Cold War, the Canadian government was afraid that gay people were um, could be security threats because they could be blackmailed by foreign agents, so they oh. could divulge their sexual orientation. So the police, the RCMP, the department, the military went on essentially like a witch hunt, and they were trying to identify every single gay person in the military and the RCMP, and they even used something called a fruit machine. So it was this contraption they hooked people up to. They made them look at sexually explicit homosexual images, and they measured the changes in their uh, pupils. They measured their perspiration, their pulse. And it was absolutely ridiculous. So many people were identified this way falsely, of course. <laughs> Isn't and that this, something? Absolutely appalling. And this also happened to women. And the documentary goes, it, it's just heartbreaking to watch. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of women who were subject to this. They were singled out. They were paraded about the media. Uh, it was just absolutely horrible. And imagine there was an official apology from the Prime Minister in 2017. Yeah. And, and he said, you know, imagine you're willing to put your life on the line to defend your country, and here you're being told yes. that you're not trustworthy, you're a security threat, you're less than everyone else, yes. you don't deserve to be here. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of them quit, a lot of them developed alcoholism, substance abuse, yeah. some of them killed themselves. Oh, it was horrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. We need to take a short break, and then we'll be back to discuss this more. Community Radio CFIS-FM needs your support. While our station is run predominantly by volunteers, money is always needed to keep the monthly bills paid as well as for the production of new local programming. Memberships, donations, corporate sponsorships, and advertisers all help to keep your local independent broadcaster functioning. For more information on how you can contribute to this vital part of the Prince George Media Mix, visit our website at cfisfm.ca or give us a call at 250-563-2347. Learn or improve your wood turning skills this year with the Prince George Turning Guild. Learn spindle turning, face plate and bowl turning, and tool sharpening with demonstrations and hands-on sessions by local Turning Guild members. Contact Tim for more information or to express your interest by emailing timpower6 at gmail.com. That's the Prince George Wood Turning Guild with demonstration and hands-on sessions on through March. Email timpower6 at gmail.com. Forecast from Environment Canada for today mainly sunny. Wind to the south at 20k gusting to 40 becoming light this afternoon. A high of 10. Tonight a few clouds. Wind to the west at 20 overnight. A low of 0. On Wednesday mainly sunny. Increasing cloudiness in the afternoon. Wind to the south at 20 gusting to 40 with a high of 12. You're listening to to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Welcome back. Um, you know, I was thinking about 
some of the things I read, and one of them was the widespread concept of homosexuality as a sexual orientation. You know, so that's how people are seeing. It's about sex, not about just being who you who you are. Um, absolutely, and I think um, focusing on genitals and and what what your sexual practices are um, is a way of eradicating humanity and to be identified only by those those pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 part of that um, initial rejection and resistance against acknowledging the rights of of people to be whole and, as you say, just to be themselves. Yeah. Just and and so, um, Eddie, you were saying you had some terrible experiences in in uh, um, when you came out, and yes. actually at school as well. Yes. Well, just for a moment to pick up on what what Teresa said. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very um, what's the word? It's very dehumanizing to just refer to to think about mm-hmm. people's sexual behavior. Yeah. Um, when that's why in in my research and in, in a lot of research, we don't just ask people about um, their same sex behavior, but we also ask them how they identify, what they're you know who they're uh, romantically attracted to, a whole variety of different different dimensions because it's not just about about sex. Yes, yeah. I, I had a horrible time growing up. I was constantly uh, bullied, and and it was always. I don't think it was so much because I was gay. It was that I was sort of feminine. Yes, and and there's that that femininity in 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 young boys is is very highly stigmatized. When you see some gender nonconformity in younger girls, people are like, oh well, she's just a tom girl. Yeah, it, it's it's stigmatized, but not as as much. Um, I I was uh, keep you know threatened, people would follow me around, um, and I still get that today. I mean, a few years ago, I, I, I was a victim of, of, of an, an assault and uh, threats, and I, I was actually spending some time um, during Pride Week of all times, um, admiring the, the view of one of my areas I like to go to walk, and there's a man over there who says that, um, this is my spot, mm-hmm. uh, this is not for gay people, if you want to go find gay people, they're on Davy Street, which oh, is our... Dear. Gay village, and this is in 2022. Oh, yeah. um, it's just uh, appalling. Yeah, and uh, and so for for me, I hope that you have uh, someone you can talk to about these things and be safe, Eddie, because both you and Teresa have put yourself out there, and you've determined to yeah. be who you are. And I've always said I don't see gender unless it's, um, say, Sean Connery. Other than that, it's just people are just persons. <laughs> well, the other thing that's really disturbing, Sharon, is that we've been seeing a rise in police-reported hate crimes since 2016, if not a little, a little earlier. Yeah. And I think some of this can be attributed to people feeling more comfortable to report. Because I know here at the Vancouver Police Department, and I'm involved with them, they are trying to make it easier for people to report. Yes. Um, but I think a lot of it is just, you know, is explained by an actual increase in in these incidents, and part of that, I think, is fueled by our current discourse in, 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 in around politics and other things yeah. and also fueled by by social media and again that that discourse around groomers yeah and I was reading a very interesting stat Ipsos Reid I believe did a poll recently and they found that even though like three quarters of Canadians believe that there should be protection against discrimination for trans people and that there should same-sex couples should be allowed to marry, which they can, yeah. only about half of them said that they would actually speak up against homophobic or transphobic um, comments that they heard on social media or, or elsewhere. So that's a bit um, troubling, and it makes people feel alone when they experience yeah. something like this and people don't don't step up it feeds into that shame that you've internalized all oh those horrible boy. messages that that you've had yeah and for people who really want to know about this i would highly encourage you to watch this movie that's out in the theaters now called all of us strangers uh-huh. it's an absolutely wonderful uh story about grief and loneliness it focuses on on gay men but it really shows how um, things that happen to you when you're younger, even though you think you may have gotten over them, yeah. they still affect you, and it doesn't take very much to rekindle all of those, all of those feelings and all that early trauma. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, and Teresa. 
I was going to say that um, I had mentioned that I thought lesbians went under the radar, and I think it. I think what Eddie is hitting on is is so important: is for a man to pass as a woman or to be a seen seen as feminine is such a betrayal, and um, those standards of masculinity are so harsh. Uh, whereas people, a lot of people could understand a young woman dressing as a male so that she could go off and have adventures, mm-hmm. um, even though sometimes she was doing that to be safe. Yes. So um, the the idea that um, we're... I, I, I haven't been afraid for an awfully long time, but lately I've been more afraid because of that discourse that Eddie is referencing. It's coming back. We had to deal with that all the time. Um, and, for example, being called a dyke as yeah. you walk down the street. We reclaimed that, and yes. we we claimed dyke as a, as a political term, that we were strong lesbians and we weren't going to be shut up. But the, that discourse is coming back, and um, the place of loneliness, when you think you're the only one, yeah. we still have young people. We still have people in middle age feeling that because they're hearing discourse that silences them. Yeah. Yeah, and what I found, and I totally agree with everything. That, what I found in my research, I just finished a paper, and we found interestingly, the highest rates of loneliness and stigma and all these sort of minority stressors are still in younger people. Um, but what I found was interesting across all age groups, the relationships between all between being marginalized and being lonely and anxious and depressed, a lot of those are very similar. So even though you may experience less of this over time, maybe because you're not involved in uh, community activities which sort of identify you as gay, mm-hmm. when you do experience, if and when you experience some instance of, of discrimination, marginalization, it affects you in the same way. So those, those relationships are the same, it appears, in all age groups. Yeah, because so I was... In many ways, things get better, but yeah. they kind of don't. I was thinking of seniors and um, how they experience that as they lose their partner and family members and they're alone and uh, that And loss. without legal rights, Sharon? Yeah. The, you, you, right. Not only do you have the grief of, of loss of your partner, the family can come in and take away your home. The, the movie that covered this was... Um, if these walls could talk, right. and and one of the uh, vignettes in that was two women and one had died, and we've heard of it here in Prince George. You know that you you know your partner's died, and the neighbour will say, "Oh well, you can get another roommate. Yeah. You know you can you can replace that rent really oh, well, easily." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's also uh, you know the fear of going into residential care, oh, dear. and which which you know, people go actually go back in to the closet, they're afraid that they'll yes. be mistreated, and then older people now feeling comfortable to talk to healthcare providers about problems that are ailing them, and so they hold off on seeking treatment, and they get sicker yeah. uh, faster than, than heterosexual people, yeah. and it, it, it is horrible. And, and like Sharon, I, I agree with you, as people get older, you know, the loss of partners, I mean, that will start to mm-hmm. increase loneliness, but yeah. it's so much harder for gay people to cope with that for the reasons that Teresa just yeah. yeah. Well, I have to thank you both for um, sharing your knowledge and your experience, and I hope that it'll help people to think a little differently. And um, I need to talk to Don about doing an hour on this because there's so much <laughs> that we need to cover and to help people understand that uh, people are people. Thank you so much for this. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we'll talk again soon. And now we'll take a break and we'll have uh, our musician. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. The Nature Trust of BC is raising funds to protect 115 hectares of ecologically valuable habitat in northern BC. Conserving the Crescent Spur and Cranberry Marsh West areas near Prince George will benefit both biodiversity and climate. You can support the Nature Trust of BC in purchasing and protecting these vital properties by donating to the campaign. Full details are available through their projects page at naturetrust.bc.ca. The fundraising deadline is March 31st.
The average Canadian throws away about 170 kilograms of food each year. Your Prince George Public Library is offering tips on how to reduce that food waste by shopping smarter, cooking better, and using what you have. Reducing food waste will also save you money on your food bills. Shop smarter, cook better, use what you have. Reduce Food Waste is a free drop-in event at the downtown branch of your public library on February 8th from 6 to 7.30. You're listening to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Musicians, and uh, he's trying to get everybody in order here. You're on, Eric. You're on. Hey, I'm an old guy. I forget. <laughs> yes, and he just got out of the hospital with a near miss. You know what? Um, an Apple Watch can save your life. Yes. You know, it, it told me something was wrong all day. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, after my other medications, and I finally went to emergency, and they said, yeah, you know, you got to be here. And you wanted to say something about your experience at the hospital. Well, they didn't fix me, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, it was piled high and deep. There were people in the halls. There were people next to counters, you know, like if you had an island in your kitchen with a hangover. There yeah. was people under there. And yet, the nursing staff and the doctors going through everything yeah and and i had some great nurses uh spence and ryan and and whatnot I, look even the meals are good oh really yes yeah i, I <laughs> mean good, good in nursing but you know i had i had good care they booted Wonderful. me out too early because i guess they thought i would survive yeah that's still questionable um but yeah uh, kudos to uh, to them at the hospital. A you very know, uh, busy hospital, eh? Uh, yeah, very busy. Um, and people just, you know, down, down, up, in, yeah. Yeah, down in emergency especially. Wow. A little different up in the... So what rooms. are you going to play for us? Well, first off, I, I can't hear anything for the guitar, but is it on okay? Can't tell you I've played it again. Well, I are. <laughs> I are playing some chords. <laughs> used to like it when I played that song, <laughs> especially when we were down at uh, Books and Company and, and whatnot. She would always say, play Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> you know, and I wrote a... Dear Cassie, eh? Yeah, yeah. She, quite and a character. And then her husband passed away, too. He did, too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were... Very close. Yes. But, you know, when when she and her cadre or whatever, you know, went to the... Went to the bookstore. It was always fun. You always had somebody to oh yeah, somebody to talk to and and uh, yeah, I love that place. Yeah, and yeah. I love the smell of it when you go in and you smell new books and well, yeah. that was the thing. There was enough breaks. You would go and you'd go through the book side and you'd say, oh, that looks interesting. Yes. Or we were going, we were uh, cruising from the states to uh, to Europe uh -huh. uh, because I, I've told you before, everybody in my family except me was either a master mariner had or good. Yeah. So let's take a cruise ship and sail across the Atlantic. You know? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really great. I was on deck six, not that's not where our room was. Yeah. But the waves were crashing against those ones and I was taking pictures trying to get some really nice pictures. <laughs> there were people not too happy. The captain of course had used to sail in the North Seas. So he said he came on and he said, This is reminds me of my days trawling on the North Seas, these high seas. <laughs> yeah. Well I yeah. guess somebody got on the internet to head office for the cruise ship and he had to come on and kind of apologize. He said, sorry, I'm used to it and I realized that some uh, Oh for heaven's uh, some sake. guests are, are confined to bed or whatever because the ship is <laughs> Well stay off 
off the boat. Yeah, it's a boat you're on the ocean. Anyway, I I thought I'm going to play simply, but I thought this song might be uh, appropriate for um, for a guy just out of the hospital having to rethink some things because it's pretty soon, pretty loose. Don't take the good times for granted. Oh yeah. For things keep on changing each day. Make time to be with the ones that you love. And let nothing stand in your way. We don't know what waits around the corner. We never know what lies ahead. So just for a moment, forget your troubles. Count all your blessings instead I met with an old friend last evening And I mentioned concerns that I had How things have unfurled in the ways of the world And sometimes it makes me feel sad I said life can be so complicated So easy to lose my way Friendly hand pressed on my shoulder He smiled and I heard him say Don't take the good times for granted For things keep on changing each day Make time to be with the ones that you love Let nothing stand in your way We don't know what waits around the corner We never know ahead so just for a moment forget your troubles count all your blessings instead I often dreamt of the future and of all of the things I might do go follow your heart cause if you never dream your dreams they can never come true should you choose a road that's less traveled just know I'll be there to the end Always a shoulder to lean on I thank you for being my friend Though I'm old, I still dream of the future Of things to see and to do Stars in your eyes, there's dreams in your heart That future may someday come true Try to be mindful of others Be thankful for those you love Cause these are the things that are riches To make one's life full enough Don't take the good times for granted For things keep on changing each day Take time to be with the ones that you love And let nothing stand in your way Life can change in this instant We never know what lies ahead Just for a moment Forget your troubles Count all your blessings instead Just for a moment Forget your troubles Count all your blessings instead What a lovely song. That's a different guitar, isn't it? I, I think I played it once for no feedback. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a hybrid. It's it is hollow inside. Unfortunately, when you play it, it, it the woods contribute to it having a very banjo-y sound. But it's a lovely but sound. But Ethan has got it really nicely mixed for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I'll take him in that board home with me. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Because it sounds beautiful. It's got like a nice tone to it. I was thinning out the herd or going to, and I thought this would be the first one. But I realized it's my go-to. Yeah. It's my go-to guitar. It's, it's lighter than yes. than having a Stratocaster around my neck. And yeah. Somehow I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't to, admit it. <laughs> I hope to, No, 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 no. I hope to get way older. Me and, too. Uh, but uh, after this past week, not so sure. Uh, yeah, well, we've got to beat the dog and live in the minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was trying to... <laughs> and, and, and just... You Enjoy know, this uh, minute. Yeah. yeah. Here's one we haven't done before, and uh, 
I've I've been in a reflective mood. So the, the playlist I told you about a week or so ago, yeah. that's not the playlist. <laughs> and uh, so I think I can, I think we can. This was a song written by a guy called Judd Strunk. You know Judd Strunk. Everybody no. knows Judd no, Strunk. No, I never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't. I forget what television show I watched him on, uh -huh. but it was black and white, so yeah. we are going back. Why? Apparently Johnny Cash also recorded this song, but this is a, a really sweet song. It's called Daisy a Day. Oh. And I am playing all of this stuff very simply so that it's okay. <laughs> he remembers the first time he met her. He remembers the first thing she said. He remembers the first time he held her. And the night that she came to his bed. He remembers her sweet way of saying, Honey, has something gone wrong? He remembers the fun and the teasing. And the reason he wrote her this song. I'll give you a daisy a day, dear. I'll give you a daisy a day. I'll love you until the rivers run still and the four winds we know blow away. They would walk down the street in the evening, and for years I would see them go by. Their love that was more than the clothes that they wore could be seen in the gleam of their eyes. As a kid, they would take me for candy, and I'd love to go tagging along. We'd hold hands while we walked to the corner, and the old man would sing her his song. I'll give you a daisy a day, dear. I'll give you a daisy a day. I'll love you until the rivers run still, and the four winds we know will obey. Down the street in the evening, and he stops by the old candy store. And I somehow believe he's believing, he's holding her hand like before. For he feels her love walking with him, and he smiles at the things she might say. Then the old man walks up to the top, and he gives her a daisy a day. A day, dear. I'll give you a daisy a day. I'll love you until the rivers run still and the forms we know obey. I'll love you until the rivers run still and the forms we know. Interesting. Uh, oh, maybe we should take a break and uh, come back in a minute. Let's do it. Your Prince George Council of Seniors is proud to present Jim Burns in concert April 27th at Vanier Hall. With a career spanning more than five decades and numerous awards, including three Junos and an Order of Canada honor, Jim's live performances light up every stage with songs and stories tried and true. In support of your Prince George Council of Seniors, Jim Burns, Saturday, April 27th at Vanier Hall. Tickets available through ticketsnorth.ca and at the CN Centre box office. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, mainly sunny. Wind to the south at 20K, gusting to 40, becoming light this afternoon, a high of 10. Tonight, a few clouds. Wind to the west at 20 overnight, a low of zero. On Wednesday, mainly sunny, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon. Wind to the south at 20, gusting to 40, with a high of 12. You're listening to Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. We were talking off... Um, about daisies and how people love them and how they're wild. And Eric was saying, dig them up and kill them. <laughs> well, I tried to transplant them, bring yeah. them home. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that that didn't work. <laughs> Found out. <laughs> yeah, found out the hard way. So, I don't know. I have I have a few songs here. Mm hmm And I'm looking at the time, so we can only do We've a few. got time. I don't know. Yeah. I, you like We this. can take it out. Yeah. What happened to us? What happened? We're gone. We're gone. Well, that Reg guy came in here. Uh oh. No. <laughs> Walking in sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. 
put a smile on your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time I had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and woes. Walking in the sunshine and sing a little sunshine song. La 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 di ho. Weather with a bit of rain and snow. Pretend if I'd make it real the snowy pasture, green and grass again. Sing a little sunshine song. Life is what you make it, and the people that you meet along. Sometimes it's magical, sometimes it's tragical, but everything can seem satisfactory. We're walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. La 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 di ho. Weather, weather be your rain or snow. Pretend you might make it seem as a handy beach or a blue and sparkling stream. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Accentuate the positive and don't bring your blues along. Think about spreading joy to the maximum. Think about keeping gloom to the minimum. Boy, make your own sunshine and sing a little sunshine song. La 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 di ho. Weather, weather, be your rain or snow. Pretend can make it real. Snowy pasture, green and grassy view. I just tried to sing it faster. I figured if I sung it faster and made it shorter, I might get it. I might get an extra one in. There. Oh, that's a new song, eh? Yeah, it's kind of cool, isn't it? Here's one. You know, sometimes songwriters can have a big hit, or the song turns out to be popular, and after a while, the songwriter says, "Yuck! I kind of wish I hadn't written that." Mm -hmm. Or people are putting more into the song than I wrote. Um, <laughs> Paul Simon hated feeling groovy, probably oh. because it wasn't a very deep song. I mean, it's just sitting at the edge of the bridge, uh, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and you know the balustrades, and of course they have all the planters and stuff in New York. Yeah. You know, and of course it wasn't serious enough for him, I guess. <laughs> Another one, um, Leonard Cohen in the song Hallelujah. Yeah. I mean, how many people have covered Hallelujah? Oh my gosh. Beat it to death. <laughs> yeah. You know, after a couple of them sang it, after Katie Lang sang it, nobody else needed to sing no, it. No, no. You know, but anyway, um, yeah, he said the same thing. There's just emoting far too much <laughs> over the song. And uh, yeah. if he'd had a driveway, he probably would have paved it several times over. Yes. But he lived in a condo. Oh, but, did he? Yeah. Ba-da-da. 
down You move too fast I wanna make this lifetime last I'm just kicking down the cobblestones Looking for fun and feeling blue We're gonna take a break and come back the Spruce Capital Senior Recreation Centre has activities daily to keep you busy. Yoga, cribbage, tai chi on Mondays, quality time wellness on Tuesdays, bingo and stitchery on Wednesdays, canasta on Thursdays and a whole lot more. Activities are available for just a $2 drop-in fee and lunch is served Monday through Friday. For more information, visit the centre Monday through Thursdays between 10 and 2. The Spruce Capital Senior Citizens Recreation Centre is located on Rainbow Drive at Liard the Prince George Sexual Assault Centre Clinic is looking for passionate and dedicated volunteers to join their team. By volunteering, you can make a real difference in someone's life. You'll receive training, support, and become a part of a team that's committed to positive change. Give back and support those in need. Visit pgsac.org or call the clinic to learn more and become a volunteer. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those affected by sexual assault. This is Senior Moments on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Hi, everybody. We're just having fun with Eric Bennett. Let's go to the next song, Eric. Okay. We're doing less talking on air, aren't we? We we're, are. Well, yeah. we're really enjoying the music and that guitar. Well, here's an old classic. It's great. And of course, you know me, I rewrite that extra verse. Yes, you do. <laughs> you gotta kill a little, take a little, and let your poor heart break a little. Hey, that's the story of, that's the glory of love. Gershwin or you know, one of those for movies and became popular. I love to play that song. I love it. I, 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 you I know, love the I, mean, I mean, it's, you know, it's a one, six, two, five, uh, but I just, I, I just, yeah, I really it, like just, it swings right along. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it does. It, it does. <laughs> so, my wife's favorite singer was Daniel O'Donnell. The Irish fellow that covers. Yeah. Well, he just 
covers everything. And yeah. he's immensely popular because he has all the Irish charm in oh, the world. Oh, yes. So I have been to more Daniel O'Donnell concerts than I've been to Elvis <laughs> concerts. I have more Daniel O'Donnell CDs, even when people have borrowed them and I don't have them anymore, uh, than I have of, of the old music. Yeah. It is just delightful to listen to. And actually, it was his sister was the original singer in the family. Oh. And, and I have a friend that uh, grew up just down the street uh, from, from him. But anyway... Oh, he's playing in Vancouver at the end of May, and oh. I have to get my act together to find yes. an Airbnb. Yeah. I think I'll drive down, and, and but, but anyway. I like the drive down, actually. Anyway, here's one he had. His sister wrote it back in 61, so that's getting on. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a, yeah. a few years ago. There's so many. <clears throat> Eric, get your key. <laughs> so many things we change If we lived our lives again So many things we would and would not do right. All the past mistakes we made And the price that we have paid Oh, how we'd live if we could start anew But there's no going back And we can't change the past Or turn back the hands of time Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and I know that only this moment is mine. There are things we'd never try, and tears we'd never cry, if we had known the hell was far too steep. We'd have never tumbled down, or fallen in and drowned, if we had known the river was so deep. There's no going back, and we can't change the past or turn back hands of time. Cause yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and I know that only this moment is mine. Okay, guy who didn't put the second page out. You need to have a little bit more of an accent. Oh, yeah, but I would have <laughs> So it's best if we forget things we now regret, or we cannot go back and change the past. Let us use those old mistakes, a better life to make, and tomorrow we may find that dream at last. But there's no going back, and we can't change the past, or turn back the hands of time. Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and I know that only this moment is mine. Yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and I know that only this moment is mine. So stay where you're at, and I'll come where you're too. <laughs> <laughs> now we're not going to, we'll just play out, okay? Okay. So, here's one that I changed. Uh, I'm going to say, can't remember his name. Songwriter used to write for Elvis. Oh. Had a couple of hits. They put him in a nice suite in this hotel or motel where he was playing. Uh huh. And he wrote the song, It's Hard to Be Humble, because he oh. thought I must have arrived. And, and, uh, oh. and, and so But it doesn't fit for old folks, but mine does. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord, it's hard, it's hard to be to humble. Be humble. Well, you're perfect in every way And I can't, can't wait, wait to, to look, look in the mirror Cause I just might look younger today <laughs> Ought to know us is to love us Seniors were a heck of a clan Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble Hey, we're doing the best that we can Younger folks may think that we're past it And our prime times are nothing but dust <laughs> they forget that we've been learning longer And our brains haven't all turned to rust How we may not live life so fastly But what the heck's all that hurrying for Just relax and try living gently Hey, we're older and we know life's score Now our hair may be graying or gone Knees and hips may be achy or slow and we don't always remember all the stuff that we used to know. Might forget where we are, what we're doing. But folks are still in awe of us. 
Cause we get our senior discounts and free rides on the bus. <laughs> they say you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Seniors know that's not so. We've got our tablets and cell phones. Show and tell us how new things all go. But we all thought that it would take longer. A lifetime before growing old just means we have to try harder to turn rusty days into gold. Ah, so now we've become seniors. Hey, we're limited editions and proud. Ah, we might be demure or quiet, but then we wouldn't stand out in a crowd. Some folks might think we're egotistical. Been there, seen that, and know what life means.